Welcome back, beautiful souls, to our second episode of Spirituality with me, Kayun. Today, I want to share with you some of the signs and symptoms that I've experienced while I was going through spiritual awakening. Whenever people ask me what I used to do before living this somewhat more yogic lifestyle, they would be shocked to hear that I used to live the New York City life as a hedge fund accountant. Sometimes when I looked back at the drastic change, I surprised myself too. These days, I'm like a village girl living a super simple life. Or much simpler at least. Going back about 13, 14 years ago, I dread going to work every day. I wanted to escape. All those late nights at the office and then either out drinking or being a couch potato after work led me to this realization. This cannot be my life for the next 40 something years or so. I was no longer satisfied with running and chasing for material things, relationships, or experiences. Because this material world is full of beauty and excitement, it's no surprise that most of us are totally attached and absorbed in it. When I was younger, I surely didn't know all these beautiful things are temporary and won't give me lasting happiness. Even to this day, with this understanding, I still find it difficult to let go of my desires sometimes. They call it sansara. Have you heard of the Sanskrit term? It means wandering through. It is a cycle of clinging and taking birth in one desire after another. Because of these desires, we cannot experience freedom. We are stuck in this continual repetitive cycle that arises from grasping and fixating on our identities, possessions, experiences, and even people around us. So at some point, I woke up and didn't want to chase anymore. I wanted to stop. I was tired of chasing. I just wanted to be, to live, to enjoy life as it is in this present moment. It was as if I was running around in circles all my life and I didn't know what I was doing, didn't know where I was going. I love how Zen master Thich Nhat Hanh explains it. I don't want to run anymore. My destination is here and now. He taught us that our practice is to always arrive in this present moment. We have been running our lives and we have not arrived. We have been looking and longing for something, but we haven't found it. So we continue to run. Now these days, whenever I get caught up or lost in dwelling over the past or worrying about the future, I always tell myself, stop, pause, just breathe. There's nothing else to do. There's no place else to be, but to be exactly where you are, right here, right now. And it always works. So that hit me. I felt like I woke up. I realized all my life I was either living in the future, waiting for things to happen, or regretting things that I did or didn't do in the past. In actuality, 
All the wonders of life are available only in this present moment. The past is no longer here and the future has yet to come. There's only this moment where we can be truly alive. That's why all the great saints and sages talk about being here and now. It is the only real moment. In the beginning, this spiritual awakening process felt super overwhelming and confusing for me. It was as if everything I thought to be true about my life was a lie. Spiritual teachings revealed to us that everything in Maya, or this material world, isn't real, including us, our bodies, our minds, our senses, our thoughts. I used to think, how does that even make sense? I can see and feel my body, but I've learned that because it is always changing, it is temporary, it is not real, it is not eternal. That's why spirituality is a lot about unlearning. I started feeling more and more disconnected and detached from the activities and things I used to enjoy and even people I love spending time with. Whenever I was out with my bestest friends, I would drift off to the galaxy craving for solitude inside. Whenever I was dining out with my family, I secretly wish I was practicing yoga or at a bookshop reading some self-help book instead. It was like after all these years, I finally discovered how much of an introvert I was. Looking back, it really wasn't easy. I felt alone too because my close ones couldn't understand. It took me over a year to convince my mom that I would leave my job and embark on a journey to find myself. At that time, it felt especially isolating because when my life flipped upside down, I didn't have a Sangha, the Sanskrit term for spiritual community, which I now know is really important. I had no support. Then at other times, I experienced happiness and bliss that came after the most random and simple things in life. Happiness no longer meant keeping up with the latest fashion or partying with my girlfriends, though I still love them. I've learned that all those things only brought me to this present moment. And because I was present, I felt happy. Have you ever heard of the ice cream analogy? We may enjoy the first scoop of ice cream, second, third, or even the fourth scoop. But after the tenth scoop, it will make us sick. Which means happiness isn't actually in the ice cream. And this is the same for all material things. I started feeling more than content simply by just being in nature, attending a Hatha yoga practice, spending a Sunday afternoon with a nice book, taking a stroll in Central Park, watching a beautiful sunset, or enjoying a simple, healthy meal. Another thing that grew on me was spreading loving kindness and helping others. 
I remember one of my teachers asked me if I had some time to offer service at their organization. Honestly, I didn't want to do it at first. I was already working a full-time job with quite a busy social life. Any other time I had, I just wanted to squeeze in a practice or continue to educate myself. But because I didn't know how to say no to people at that time, I agreed. Little did I know, karma work, which is selfless service or volunteer work, is so purifying. This work really removes our ego. My compassion and empathy started to increase day by day. I wanted to spread more loving kindness to people around me. I had a natural inclination to practice random acts of kindness all the time. More often than not, I dreamt of having a job that would allow me to lift others up every day. Usually before the start of one's spiritual journey, one experiences spiritual awakening. It is the first step on this long path towards enlightenment. I'm sure many of you have had this aha moment or a wake-up call before too. After these awakening experiences, I somehow found myself at an ashram, which is like a spiritual school or a yoga monastery, and that was the beginning of my spiritual journey. I'm looking forward to sharing my first-time ashram experience with you in the next episode. Thank you all for listening. Sending you all lots of love and light. Namaste.